0: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, We are doing our first ever back-to-back Kill (laughs) Bill, Twilight, Harry Potter, split-up-a-movie-style podcast because I am, depending on when you're listening to this, I am either on the East Coast or I have been to the East Coast. And by lucky happenstance... We did two weeks of programming this week for some reason. Uh, probably just because a bunch Victoria of Victoria Day. Because of
1: the long oh, weekend. Oh, that's
0: why. Right. See, when you when you don't have a nine to five job, you kind of forget all the holidays. My
2: week is not the same as anybody else's. No, because we start on Friday and run to Thursday. Yeah. So I'm we
1: don't to celebrate holidays here up. at the Mayfair. because no. working. <laughs> yeah. And even we're like uh, we're like the Amish or something. Or no, not the Amish. Amish what, are no reli- li- what religion doesn't celebrate anything? Anything? Atheists? Atheists? No. Agnostics? No, the uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. Jehovah's Witnesses? They don't celebrate birthdays, I don't
2: think. Yeah. All I know is Amish... Like, two I, days a year are closed, I take the opportunity to clean the carpets. Like,
0: <laughs> I can't be Amish because Amish can't watch movies, so that doesn't yeah, work. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. <laughs> but, yeah, I always get mixed up because people will be like, oh, holiday Monday, and it'll be like, oh, I haven't worked for two days, technically, and you kind of forget, but... Okay, so holiday Monday what, just
2: means we yeah. open
0: three have,
2: hours earlier. Yeah, have another show. <laughs> yeah.
0: So that's why it all makes sense. Yeah. So we have two weeks, which means I kind of had a bright idea at first of just we could had a filler episode where we, t- which one day we'll still do because oh, or, like
1: a clip show where we take where we yeah, we're like stranded in an elevator, <laughs> yeah, a bottle like, episode. <laughs> remember that? Remember that time when you said that on the podcast, like on Fresh Prince,
0: <laughs> and then have that little sound effect. But or, or I, I I thought we could just like talk about our favorite Mayfair moments or our first time at the Mayfair or something, but now we actually have... Or our first time in general. First time, yeah. <laughs> at the Mayfair. The, uh, But now we have stuff to talk about because we know what's coming up this week, next week. Wow, like podcasts are so different because I imagine radio, which already seems like something that's... Anytime someone says they listen to... A, I have friends who like will tune in or in their car listen to a radio show. And it seems so Wrong because it's like if you're driving somewhere and it's going to take forty minutes, but the show you're listening to is an hour. You either have to sit in your
2: twenty minutes of sitting in the parking lot in the
0: yeah, car. and 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 guys who became giants off of that, like whether it be you know some CBC radio person or Howard Stern, that's what their fans had to do, I guess. Like I never they listened to radio, or yeah. yeah because now with, with podcasts which you just, all podcasts are radio shows which you have the convenience of pausing because if you're listening to it while with you're the walking music. yeah when you can when you're walking your dog or something you can just pause the damn thing and come back to it later but so so we're recording this on the same day as the last one May 14th 2015 and we're going to chat about movies coming up starting May what is 22nd. it May 22nd so we have Woman in Gold. Woman in Gold. Starring Helen Mirren and Ryan Reynolds. Helen Mirren, who is the cornerstone of the Mayfair bank account (laughs) sometimes. If we could have a Helen Mirren movie and a Judi Dench movie once a week to appease our older crowd, we'd be set. We'd be ready to go. And... Man, we played. What was it? It was when poor Bob Hoskins died. We played an old Bob Hoskins movie. On Good Friday, which yeah, is that she was in.
1: Yeah, she's in that too. Oh
0: my God! Like she's just been around for so long and done so many good. She's in Caligula. She's in Caligula. Shows, <laughs> yeah, which is a, practically a porno. Yeah. yeah, and and she's still like doing good work and keeping busy and being
1: productive and getting awards and all these kind of things. Speaking of which, you were at Comic Con. I was at Comic Con. Malcolm McDowell. Comic-Con. You didn't see Malcolm McDowell. Talk at all
0: I, no I, w- I was so busy so i was at comic con because i have a comic book that i wrote called zomkies and my publisher had a table there and when you do that you kind of get lost and then i was kind of schmoozing with some of my other comic book friends and seeing out of towners. so i didn't do anything like i wanted to go to the billy piper q a and the malcolm mcdowell q a so th- the closest i got to malcolm mcdowell was where our booth was was right near where he was sitting so i could see him kind of autographing and my friend walked by while he wasn't busy and like chatted with him about some things. But, so I kind of saw him across a crowded room, but that's about it. Mm. And there was, it's so weird. It's like Comic-Con's now, it's almost like, and I'm sure. The way
1: you described it, it sounds stressful.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like any, any city that has like a big music fest or something I like can probably identify, just like branding is weird. So in Ottawa, we have a thing called Blues Fest. And I get so frustrated when people complain about it because it's like, yeah, people have been making this joke for like 15 years now where it's not really a blues fest it's, anymore. Yeah. It's a music festival where they just get these like A-list performers ranging from Kiss to George Clinton to Lady Gaga, you know, and... And, uh, and Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick. And they call it Blues Fest, but it's like a brand. So now the term Comic-Con has become a brand where... Really, it's more of like a 75% autograph convention and a 25% or like, selling like
2: stuff convention.
0: yeah, 20% selling stuff. And all the and comic like,
1: merchants are all, the, we showed that Comic-Con documentary yeah. about the big one in San Diego. Yeah.
0: Oh, exactly. Yeah. And they had the same complaints
1: even. Well, yeah. All the old merchants there are all bitter now. They're like, yeah. oh, it's not about comics anymore.
0: Yeah. And, and the, you can't, you can uh-oh, oh. uh-oh, fire, fire.
2: It's not us. It's not us.
1: Not We're us. good. We're good. They're going by. I do hear that a lot like, yeah. when I'm working. It's like are there there must be a ton of fires. Well, we're <laughs> like,
2: close to a fire station, right? There's a fire station at yeah. Fifth, and so mm-hmm. we probably just hear everything all the time.
0: The firefighters were nice enough to like check in with us. Yeah, when they was visited that, like a Mel. week ago.
1: They came by. They surprised Mel. Bunch of hunky it surprised firemen. Surprised me on
2: the <laughs> morning. Yeah, i had barely finished. And my you were coffee. waiting. You were
1: waiting for that moment where they were going to like start <laughs> stripping. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, they, they made a lot of jokes of like, "Are you sure you don't want to go into this tiny room with six hunky firefighters?"
1: Did they actually use the word "hunky" um, or "burly"? Burly, burly, I think, <laughs>
2: burly, I think was the word. Um, they actually did.
1: <laughs> is it, I
2: guess. They were uh, but it was a good visit. They just looked around to make sure they knew where all of our little
1: all of the jokes are
2: because this place is weird.
0: And it was because it was Did a bunch of new... Do they check
1: to make sure there are no hazards? Or are they just looking to see where everything is? They
2: just want to know the building. Yeah. In case there should be a fire so that they know... Well, there's a weird uh, empty room, you know, underneath the projection booth. So we got to make sure that there's no fire in there. Or mm-hmm. like...
1: Isn't you know, there... Didn't you say something about a trapdoor that I didn't know about?
2: There... So we have three trap doors in the theater... There's one that goes to this weird room underneath the projection booth where, like, I've been would, under there. Yeah, we used so to like, keep our prints under there. Yeah, um, those there are like two little windows that you can see from outside. Those two little windows go into that weird room that we don't use. Yeah. And then there's the Heller, which we all know. Yeah. Because that's where we keep our pop and stuff like that. But there's also one like behind under the screen, that goes what? to nothing.
0: What? I didn't know about that.
2: Goes to dirt floor. It's under a carpet, and there's stuff over top of it. There's
0: nothing. I don't know if you saw this documentary called Goonies, but I'm pretty sure (laughs) we should
1: investigate that trapdoor a little bit more. This documentary
2: called Goonies.
1: (laughs) I'm pretty sure we can find some It's just as informative a documentary as Return of the Jedi. I think we should pull out
2: a Ouija board and see who's buried under there.
1: Did I tell you guys,
0: I had, this is ages ago, uh, I had a dream. That I was working in the Mayfair box office and then, like, dropped a coin or something like that. And I looked under the rug and pulled it up, and there was a trap door. Oh my God. And went in the trap door, and it was like a total, like, Goonies kind of thing. Like, a whole new world? Yeah. Wow.
1: And so it was a wet dream for you. Yeah, that sounds amazing. I had a Mayfair dream. That was kind of a bit of a, well, not really a nightmare, but mm-hmm. if, if it happened in real life, it'd be a nightmare. Yeah. But in this case, it was just funny. It was we were showing some kids' movie. Yeah. And then the the project the projector would do this funny thing where like halfway through like a kids' movie, some horror movie would start <laughs> automatically playing, and we were like stressing out about it, and we were like, oh, we're gonna have to call Marcus because like. <laughs> The, the, the <laughs> it keeps doing this. It, it keeps thing. switching over to like a totally inappropriate movie. The projector's <laughs> haunt. It's like a poltergeist projector. Yeah.
0: That's yeah, it, it's it's uh, man, like people are poltergeist I said the word poltergeist, so I can just quickly say this before we get back on track. Some people were whining about the new Poltergeist remake trailer, which mm-hmm. I haven't even seen yet. I haven't seen it. But yet. I guess there's a scene oh, with the TV, where with there's the a TV, and they're like, and somebody was like, "TVs don't do that anymore." They do actually.
1: I have a TV that does that. Like, because it, it, it does that if noise? it's yeah. If it's it depends what it's hooked up to. Yeah, Like it, it does the blue screen. They're like yeah. the, the the complaint they had was that TVs don't have that static anymore. Right. But, uh, LED plasma, whatever, and they, totally they do.
2: They do. You just have to turn your Xbox off.
1: Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I and, and if I you don't that, have a cable hookup,
0: it was yeah. by wild coincidental happenstance because it was like two or three days before I was like, I don't know, watching an actual like DVD disc for the first time in like forever, which already feels quaint. It's so crazy <laughs> that already you're like, oh, how quaint! I'm taking a thing out of a <laughs> box <laughs> and putting <laughs> it in a device, but I, I pressed the wrong HDMI button and it came up That's white exactly. noise.
2: My roommate and I were so engrossed in a TV show the other day, and then. My cat came over and he yeah. pressed a button and it switched over and we, it just it scared the crap out of us because we had the volume on pretty high.
0: Yeah, so let, let's not be so quick to throw poor Sam Raimi under the bus just yet. If, if mm-hmm. you don't like the movie, that's fine. But TVs can't so still can still do that.
2: Take it one step at a time. Yeah,
0: and it's like a haunted TV. Haunted TVs do all kinds of you crazy do things. Do whatever it wants to do. <laughs> yeah, good yeah, talk to you. The girls, people can't be sucked into TVs. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's <laughs> not real. That's not like that documentary Goonies where kids find <laughs> a special trap door and go find pirate treasure. <laughs> that's a real thing. Um, okay, wait, so what we got Women in Gold, Hellamir, and Deadpool. Deadpool's in that movie. And so like, we have Ryan Reynolds in this movie, and we just had him in The Voices, which mm-hmm. is very opposite end of the spectrum. And I always appreciate actors kind of jumping back and forth in
1: genres a little bit. I think that's kind of cool. Uh, the next Ottawa premiere on May 22nd is a Canadian film. Yes, called Cast No Shadow, which is a is it from Newfoundland? Yes, I saw the trailer and it, there's a lot of heavy East Coast accents
0: in it. Mm-hmm. It's the kind of movie that I think if they played in in like Seattle, it would have to have Sometime? subtitles. Like I really do. I think I think if you were showing this on like public TV and down in the states somewhere in California, like yeah, yeah, in in uh, the UK. Yeah, because like I can understand it okay, but I think other people might. It's fairly heavy. I have a hard time. Yeah, and it, it looks it looks scary. It looks like I, I wasn't quite sure what it, it was. It's like a dark, almost maybe a little Stand By
1: Me-ish or something. Stand By Me maybe.
0: looks like kids who might be caught up in doing something bad. And and he's got like an controls? abusive dad or something. Yeah, and he's having nightmares. Kind of like, I don't think the movie. I could be wrong. I don't think the movie's supernatural, but the kids having like weird Mythical, nightmares and having know, like flashbacks that. or so having like, like
2: a kid Babadook.
0: Yeah, maybe like a kid Babadook. Yeah, maybe it is a kid Babadook, but with, without the Babadook. But he's having because yeah. there's a scene in the trailer. Where he's got like big, scary fingernails, and I think he might. It might be like kind of an allegory of like he's afraid of like an abusive dad or something like yeah, that. Yeah, what it looks Stuff like. Going on
2: at home, yeah. But it
0: looks good. Like, and, and it was a movie that um, we have now that what once upon a time we were gonna have on this like National Canadian
2: National Canadian Film Day. Film
0: Day. So that didn't work, and maybe we won't go into details of that, and just be happy that we have it now. Yeah. And we're all, we'll still
2: be playing it. It's a premier engagement.
0: And more than one night. We have it a number of nights. Yeah. So, But it looks good, so come out, and it's always nice to come out and both support us as nice and support Canadian, Canadian film, film at the mm-hmm. same time, which we try to play uh, frequently and as much as we can. We've um, got monkeys
2: again for that weekend.
0: Monkeys. More monkeys. We have the Monkey Kingdom back next weekend. We're, we're showing it two week or... I gotta be careful how I say this because what we have we have Monkey Kingdom those dates because yeah. we're recording this in the past. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So we have monkey, a couple of, of matinee screenings of Monkey Kingdom, which looks like a uh, another cool old school live action Disney uh, documentary about monkeys. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the is it this weekend that it
1: follows, it follows comes back? It follows is back, is
2: back for three screenings.
1: The twenty third Saturday, the twenty third and uh, twenty
2: fifth and twenty sixth
1: yeah. of May. And we had many people, many nice people saying, oh including please. Including
2: their own staff. <laughs> including their
0: own staff saying, please write back. And then a few, as as will happen on the internet, some people furious that we were only playing it for a couple nights. And you know, you try to explain that sometimes there's a million factors, but it's like, we can only squeeze it in for these two days. We have obligations to other things going on.
2: Sometimes the distributors distribu- decides yeah. when you're playing it.
0: And I, and I think that Time two, we had we had like a three-day rental from another film group in, so that ate up the
2: Ottawa six Society, screenings
0: yeah. that week. And it's not exactly the kind of movie we would usually show as like a four p.m. matinee on a weekday. So so I think everyone's happy we got it back. Um, it's it's definitely a movie that the big screen is better. You know, like even though we're all involved in the Mayfair, we you know, I buy Blu-rays, I watch movies on Netflix, but but I love watching movies on the big screen, but I find Interestingly, I find horror and comedy are the best things to watch on the big screen.
2: Mm-hmm. My favorite thing is when the entire theater is laughing at whatever is going on yeah. on the screen. I don't even have to know what it is. It's yeah. just such great—it's a really good feeling. <laughs> and
0: and some—and I'm sure somebody has written about this. About I don't know if it's the same kind of like subconscious reaction of like fear and laughing. I don't know if it's the part of your brain or something like that, but. When, you, when someone gets scared at a horror movie, unless they're really scared and, like, crying or something, you laugh right afterwards. And then in a comedy, you laugh, and you laugh at yourself for laughing sometimes. So a mo- Do you ever get this,
2: like, I don't... If I watch a funny movie by myself at home, yeah. I'm not going to laugh that loud. Yeah. I might chuckle. Yeah. But if I come see a movie at a movie theater, it's like it could be, like, like a comedy club. Oh, I yeah. I will
0: guffaw. It's a total different reaction, because if you watch... And even for like an action movie, something you're excited about, like if you're, if you watch Guardians of the Galaxy and you're cheering our heroes at the end, or you watch Bridesmaid and you're laughing at some gross out humor in it, and you watch it at home, I find you might go, oh, that's funny. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or, or you're watching a horror movie at home. I mean, you might be watching it in the middle of a day on a Sunday. You might be watching it with, you know, lights on, distraction. But when you're in a theater and you're watching, it follows,
2: and it's dark, and it's
0: dark, and you're like, all of your attention and your illogical brain is being scared by that movie, and so it There's follows. There's very
2: few distractions in here. Yeah. Yeah,
0: and that and that's why people get so mad. People, that's why people get so mad at cell phones. Like when you wow. when you take out a cell phone and you say, "Oh, but I wasn't talking on it," or I wasn't whatever. Or people say, like, oh, but there's exit lights or there's something. It's like, yeah, but if you're sitting there and you're in the movie and then someone beside you takes out a phone and it glints (laughs) past your eye... That's the greatest
1: excuse for someone to be an an asshole. Like, oh, there's exit lights. (laughs) There's exit
0: lights. Somebody said that once. Somebody said, like, well, it's not like it's... Like, I'm paraphrasing, but their excuse was, it's not like it's pitch black in here. You guys have exit lights and and at that point you're just like well Those cell phones lights are
1: like the the CSI oh yeah flashlights <laughs> yeah and, and and it's
2: the most difficult thing to explain to people how distracting it is to others when they pull out their cell phone there's a woman who was in the balcony and she was on her phone the entire movie i had to yeah. ask her three times to, and she just all she did was turn the brightness of her screen down
1: i don't get it it's it's like people it, have a hard time just yeah be, Disconnecting from yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm even at the point where um, it's
0: funny because we'll be watching if if it's something at home that I'm really invested in and really like you know when I'm watching uh, like Daily Show or Letterman, I'll often be multitasking, so I'll be working on mocking up a Mayfair poster or I'll be writing up an invoice or doing something like that because they're almost like radio shows. You you can kind of come in and out, Um, but if I'm watching a TV show and I don't watch as hell as much as TV that I wish I did because I don't have enough hours in the day, and I watch so many movies here. But like, say something that I really like, like um, like The Flash. I really love The Flash, and I will take my phone and not necessarily turn it off, but I'll like turn it upside down on the coffee table so I don't see like a blinking blue light if someone texts me, mm-hmm. and I'm just like for this hour I'm watching The Flash, and maybe on a commercial break I'll take a look. So when people come to a movie, unless you're like But even if you're like a doctor on call, you can just put it on buzz and have it in your pocket. And then when your pocket buzzes, go into the lobby. lobby. But when people can't sit and watch a movie for 90 minutes to two hours without checking their Instagram, checking in on Twitter, it's just, I don't know. Like, or like, I mean, like the joke is like, unless you're waiting for your wife to have a baby and if you're waiting for your wife to have a baby, you shouldn't be here. You You should should, be, you you should should be be on guard somewhere. Yeah. And and we're we're few and far between. It's not like this happens ten times a night or anything. And I find most folks are, are pretty respectful, Canadian about it. Yeah. And when you catch them, they're oh. really embarrassed and they take, turn off their phone. Most people. Yeah. But it's just it it's. I don't think it's a thing that's going to go away. But I'm I'm
1: horribly fascinated by it. <laughs> yeah. And, and I love... I
0: don't understand.
1: We, we need to do an ad. I think, like, yeah. Like a, live, a discla- yeah. a disclaimer. Maybe we can shoot a video or something. Like, like our, we did do one f- with Lloyd Hoffman. Yes. But there's a
2: lot of shooting, and it's kind of long yeah, we can't, to play for...
1: Yeah. Um, we can only do it before, like, R-rated late Yeah, shows. like, midnight yeah. movies or something. Because, like, our
0: our our, our role models at Alamo Drafthouse down in the States who are... They're doing them constantly, core, and they core, get big core, filmmakers to do Yeah, because Alamo is like us, except they're corporate. horrendously successful yeah. and corporate... And they have good a lot corporate, of good corporate, not, good not corporate. evil yeah. white guy. Corporate. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so white people. Oh, I hate white people. We're the worst. <laughs> and uh, but um, they do some, and they even do kind of fun little ones. Like they did one with um, Ethan Hawke and Julie Delpy, um, and they did one with Mark Hamill, I believe. Mm-hmm. And they'll kind of do it like movie themed. And then Mark Hamill when he made a joke about like, don't piss off the Joker because I'm both a Joker and have a lightsaber. <laughs> And the um, the other one was more like before sunrise kind of Ethan hockey, Julie Delpy style. And they did one where they like outed a jerk customer essentially. A
1: woman was was asked like the they're very strict at, at Draft House. If if yeah. they warn you, like, please shut off your phone. If you don't comply with that, they kick you out. Yeah. And they kicked this teenage girl out, and she yeah. left this like really angry voicemail. Yeah. That just made her sound like an idiot. Yeah. Awesome. And they took that voicemail and, and put it into the ad. Yeah.
2: I hate you. I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys ever see that one? Yeah. Oh man.
0: And it's
1: just the like breakup letter. Oh man. No like, what.
2: We'll watch it after. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we could. We could. Like even I thought. Doing uh, the slideshow stuff, I was, it's on my list of things to do, is try to find some cool comic strip or something, you know, I'm, I'm sure, like, God, Farside's probably too old, but I'm sure somebody of, like, a one-panel comic strip has done something funny that we could slap on the big screen, or, you know, something it's like just that. just,
2: like, makes it common sense, like, hello.
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes, it's one of those things where a percentage of the time, it's a bad person who doesn't care about their surrounding people. And then most of the time it's people just don't think or just
2: totally they, distracted.
0: Yeah, and then they apologize. They 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 and they thought, "Oh, my phone buzzed, I'm going to check it," you know? But it happens everywhere because about 5 or 6 years ago, I had a gig for like 3 or 4 weeks uh, doing follow spot, doing spotlight for Cirque du Soleil. And it was a really cool job, but and, and like so essentially what happened is like the show would start, I would climb up this like circus ladder, sit in a crow's nest, do some follow spot stuff. Climb up higher at one point, help pull up a ladder, go back down, intermission thing, go back up, and kind of... And by the end of the four weeks, I had the damn thing memorized. I could have done it with, like, a book in my hand. So the guys who do that kind of thing for, like, six years, like... But yeah. But as a example of live theater... This is live theater, where people are on, like, trapeze and doing crazy things. A woman brought a baby to a show... And, you know, if you bring a little kid to see, you know, the, the Muppets or Frozen Sharon at the Mayfair. Bram? Yeah, or, or like the Sharon Lois Bram <laughs> well, show. It's, now it? it's
1: just, well, which, sure, one, yeah, which one yeah. passed away? Oh, Sorry, too soon. Sharon? Too soon. Yeah. Lois, yes. Yeah, yeah,
0: I saw them when I was a kid. But, like, if a kid is acting up at a kid show, you expect it, you know. But if you're at a show that people have paid, like, $100 a ticket for at least, and it's 7 o'clock on a Thursday, and there's a kid in the crowd who's, like, 2 and freaking out, Not only is that disrespectful, but it might be distracting to the people on the trapeze. So this woman got got tossed and she threw a fit and like, and I heard about it like through the grapevine when I came down later. But I don't know what goes through people's heads in that thing. Like if you're if you're going to a swim class with a bunch of babies, you expect a bunch of babies. If you're going to a screening of the Smurfs, you expect a bunch of little kids yelling and cheering or whatever. But if you go to like a nine o'clock movie on a Thursday.
2: You expect the grown-ups to know that they yeah. should turn their phone off.
0: I had a friend of mine who told me to slap him if he ever did that. <laughs> he said he said he's now a parent of two. And he said, if, if I if I ever become that parent who like turns on my blinders and like says, Let's go see the latest action movie. Oh, they won't mind if I bring the baby. Remember to slap me and say, Yes, people do mind if
1: you bring the baby. And Do you see that Hugh Jackman video where he's No he's, There's a he's doing like a I don't know if it's Broadway. He's doing a play mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's in character. And then all of a sudden, like, you oh know, my God. a cell phone ring goes off. Yeah. And he just, he stays in character, but starts like just being very angry with the woman. Like, like, go ahead, just answer your phone. Yeah.
0: That happened too with somebody. It was Billy Crystal or Robin Williams. Somebody was doing like a one man Broadway show and someone in like the front row answered their phone and was like, like whispered, oh, I'm, I'm at the Robin Williams show. no. Yeah yeah we can go for dinner at 6 and like Robin stopped and like was like really and ended up like taking the phone away from her and the crowd went wild and he like confiscated gave it to like an usher and was like give that back to her later and like embarrassing but like Sorry
2: I'm watching a movie right now.
0: Yeah yeah like what It's it and it's like I don't know how people can defend it even cuz they're like oh I'm just checking my phone it doesn't hurt anybody and I'm like well just enjoy the movie. Like, enjoy... And I think it's because now we live in a world where, especially on, on like television, um, interaction is often encouraged where they'll do, uh, you know, fill in the blank on the show, they'll do like a live tweeting. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh So, so
0: if you tune in to watch uh, Arrow, the actor or the producers might be sitting there and you read your your Twitter is that feed. To
2: encourage people not to PVR, so that I don't know, they get the
0: ratings. That might be that might be actually what it is, encouraging you to actually tune in on the day and date, and then you can get that like. Well,
1: don't they still get ratings if they PVR? They, I have no
2: idea how things work.
0: Yeah, I don't know. They, they they do, but I think they 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 like that first one the best for some kind of advertising reasons or something. But I think this that is might like be why. The
2: box office. Or type. like, I don't know. This is
0: years ago, but I remember hearing a thing where like on on sex in the city there was a thing where like if somebody was wearing shoes of a certain brand you could use your fancy remote control and go to a website to buy those shoes so maybe because people are more more used to that on television now and maybe they think when they're at the movie they can just be like well when sorry go ahead that's okay that's (laughs) okay they they, they could be like oh well this cool thing just happened,
1: hashtag cool blah, movie, blah. you know?
2: Live tweeting, I guess. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you know, people... It's weird. I, I When I see people act that ignorant, where they're really... They, they're acting like they're in their living room. Yeah. I don't understand that, because it's like you're paying $12 to, to be here. Yeah. But you're just... You're not paying attention to what you paid to see. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, like, a lot of
0: places, like, even if you're at, like, a sporting event, which is a little different because at a sporting event, you might have the distraction of talking to your friends or, you know, looking through the scorecard or whatever. But even they, like, are very much encouraging, like, listen to the radio at the same time and hashtag this and enter this on your phone. And uh, there was somewhere Disney, I don't know if this was wide or I don't know if this happened, but I heard that Disney was doing, like, a Little Mermaid or a Frozen event where you bring your, like, tablet and you kind of play along, like you. there there would be like a website or there'd be like a thing. and, and So they were gonna encourage like a theater full of kids to all be holding a tablet and playing like games along with the movie. And I was like, oh, I don't like that. I don't like that chain of events. My
2: eyeballs are melting out of my face right now. I don't yeah. understand. Yeah,
0: so, so yeah, I don't know. I, I think, like I said, Mayfair is very decent about it. It happens few and far between. It's any time when I'm visiting the multiplex when I have like a free pass or something, that's when I'm like, oh my god, there's 75 people in here all on their phones.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and they cut it close, like like the, the trailers will be starting and they're still on their phones, and I'm like, just turn it off. I, I almost wish they was like, they confiscated it, but that, sometimes you go to those, those free press screenings. Mm-hmm. I
1: hate going to those, by the way.
0: Yeah, they'll, they'll confiscate your phone. They'll, they'll like take it, and so that might, you know, you have 300 people walking into a room all with phones, and they all take your phone. And They give you like a little, little like, like a,
2: like a co check number. Yeah, co
0: check number, and they're like, here's your, get it back later. So you could do that, but a lot of times people just lie. And I do that. He's like, no, I don't have a phone. I left it in the car. <laughs> but as and, you should be. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, what else we talked to? What else do we have to talk about? Well, here? we have. Can we stay on uh, track.
1: Um, another documentary. Glenn, another music oh, documentary. Yeah. Glenn Campbell. This one looks like a tearjerker. It looks like yeah. a, a, a heartbreaking yet inspiring documentary. And only our second Alzheimer's movie in, in recent uh, Yeah.
0: What's funny is, is he was in uh, the Wrecking Crew documentary yeah. as well. So he started his career as a studio musician mm-hmm. and then became
1: this legendary country star. Crossover, so like, yeah. He did country and like... Contemporary, yeah. whatever you call it, pop music, and he I, was in True Grit with John Wayne. And, oh yeah! And he had his own he had his own variety show. Yeah. I think uh, Steve Martin is in this documentary. Oh, mm-hmm. cool! Because he got a start as a writer on Glenn Campbell's variety show. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty That's cool. That's awesome. Yeah. I always like when we have those
0: coincidental like movie crossovers where like we have Wrecking Crew with with uh, Glenn Campbell in it, mm-hmm. and then now we have his. Movie as well, yeah, and is it, but the, yeah, it looks very good. I really like
2: the surprise music yeah, documentaries that we have. Yeah, they always put me in a good mood.
0: And I like music. I don't like the bare bo- with, with few exceptions the barebones concert documentary. Sometimes I find a bit hard to watch because it's just it's like watching an album almost. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it's it's just ninety minutes of the thing. Mm-hmm. But I really like movies like. Um, the white stripes, and I always get the yeah. title wrong, but great, great white northern lights, or and and because you you see some behind the scenes, and you see some of the kind of the character of them, uh, or like the, like Scorsese's Rolling Stones doc, um, mm-hmm. or this one from the trailer I've seen looks very much that like you really get to know the person, and you get some interviews, and then you also see the music. Well, it's numbers. all about
1: his struggle with Alzheimer's disease right. and how he's going on tour anyway. Yeah, his farewell tour and how yeah. he kind of. He's able to still play. Yeah. Um, well, then probably now no, not at all. But yeah. then, like you know, he's able to still play guitar and and it looks like
0: just from the trailer, like like Bruce Springsteen's in it and mm-hmm. The Edge and The Edge was saying how sometimes
1: music can do that where it's so ingrained in the performer mm-hmm. he can he can remember those songs. But apparently he uh, things will happen like he'll um, he did like he'll do the, like the same song twice right and right. he needs a teleprompter. Yeah. For the lyrics. Yeah. But uh, yeah, these documentaries are like, even just the trailer
0: uh, was just like, it oh fun. my God. Yeah. <laughs> and I have no real connection with him, really. I'm, I'm, I don't know
2: who he is, I, I <laughs> but know, I still want to hug him. Yeah, yeah.
0: like it's, I'm more and more, and it wasn't a conscious decision, but I, I listen to music very infrequently now. And a few years back, I would listen to music when I was walking to work or walking the dog or doing the dishes or whatever. But that's all been replaced with podcasts. I just listen to, like, 30 different podcasts now. So I'm not big on the the, the modern music scene or the older music scene. But where I get my music from is either on talk shows, I'll see somebody on, like, Letterman or Daily mm-hmm. Show, uh, or through movies. Because mm-hmm. I'll, I'll see, like, a movie like this and get introduced to this, this musician. Um, and we when we screened like uh the 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 exception to the concert rule is is stop making sense where it's amazing it's a bare bones concert there's
1: a real filmmaker behind it jonathan demi
0: yeah but there's no interviews there's no nothing it's just the 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 concert and i love that movie Uh, that was that was another movie i we were going to i was going to miss because i was out of town while we had it but luckily we, we we got it early enough and we just kind of held our own little private midnight screening one night for like for like 10 of us uh which i was gonna do with with maggie but i don't think i'm gonna have time so i'll catch it later but um but yeah so it's another week of man a nice mix this week so we got we got kids movies we got horror movies we got documentary
1: um we should probably mention uh it's not an Ottawa premiere but i think it's it's pretty big. Uh, it's a pretty big get for us, the Kurt Cobain documentary. Kurt
2: Cobain, my son was a
1: tech.
0: Which already I mean, seemed... God, what year did he die? 19... 94? Four? So I was in high school. I was in like... <laughs> you two, weren't oh born. <laughs> I was eight years old. <laughs> you were eight years I, old. Yeah,
1: Mel and I were probably around the same age.
0: <laughs> I was in high school, and I and I remember... Like, I remember the chain of events, because... Uh, when I was in high school, Animaniacs was on weekday mornings. Yes, I remember it, that. It was it was well before Teletoon or Netflix or any of that stuff. And so I would... God, when was it on? I guess... Was it on at 8 in the morning? I mean, like, Baker yeah.
2: High started at 8 to 8.30. But
0: that's later, I think. Yeah, it might have been on at 7.30. I, yeah. So I might have gotten up at, like, 7, grabbed a very quick was, shower and all that stuff. No, Inspector Gadget, I think, was at what, 7. 7? Yeah, so Inspector Gadget. Channel Gadgets, 3. yeah. Yeah. that's We keep talking about TV. TV. Boo TV, boo. Um, So I would watch Animaniacs, eat cereal, catch the bus, go to school, get there for quarter to nine or whatever. And I remember walking out and there was an Ottawa Citizen newspaper box because this is back in like the stone ages before Twitter or Facebook because where I would have been notified the second I woke up. And it was on the cover of the Ottawa Citizen. And Nirvana was it. Like, like, Every kid in school, not every kid, because some people were different, uh, not the punk or nerds or whatever, but Nirvana was this like punk nerd independent thing. There was t-shirts and there was the wardrobe and there was everything. And it didn't hit me as hard as it did some kids, but I was like, oh, that's horrible. I felt sad. But there were some kids who it was it was it's rough. It was yeah. like there was like counselors involved and, and they 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 kids were crying, because it was like somebody who they listened to every single day and read articles about and went to concerts of and and kind of held up on a pedestal, killed himself. And so I think a lot of teachers and stuff were worried of like, let's not, and I always remember Dave Grohl, who I like very much, came out right away Mm -hmm. and was like, and he said something like, Kurt Cobain is like my brother and I love him very much, but please nobody do anything stupid about this. Like, let's just mourn him and be sad, and but nobody do anything stupid like kill yourself, please, you know. Um, but it's already been so long and I, I kind of forget because I'll see like a teenager now and I'm like, oh man, Kurt Cobain is to that kid what, God, I don't know, like the Rolling Stones or the or the band or the Beatles are to to me, you know? Like, yeah, it, like but it, 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 I had it
1: forgotten how... It's stuck around. Yeah. Yeah, well I, I, I,
2: It's like a rite of passage. You turn like 13, 14, you have to listen to Nirvana for a uh, couple of years. Yeah.
1: I, f- I forgot. It's funny... Dave Grohl is not in this documentary. Oh. It's no. Chris Novoselic, right. the bassist, and Courtney Love. And I wonder why he's not in it. I'm. i It could be. I don't know if he gets along with Courtney Love. Heather he and love,
0: he I he guess. and Chris Novoselic get along. Yeah, they get along because they they do projects every so often.
1: I know there was I some. Think was busy. He might be busy. Maybe. I. I um, but but I just got. Uh, um, we're bringing up TV again. TV. Uh, Dave, <laughs> Dave Grohl's series of documentaries or his series Sonic Highways yes yeah uh, he, he um, I got that on Blu-ray where he goes him and the Foo Fighters go from all these American cities and, and yeah. uh, it, they're little documentaries about the musical history of, yeah. of cities like Austin and New York and all that and there was one episode where they, they go to Seattle and they talk a lot about Nirvana yeah and it made me think, like, I wonder why he's not in this documentary. But
2: well, maybe that's what he, he was shooting that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. It I know there was, like, some hard... Because th- this documentary, like, there have been a lot of documentaries about Kurt Cobain, right? Yeah. Um, though this one seems to be the first one that isn't solely about his death. It's about his whole life and career.
0: Like, I think he might have had some hard feelings, too, about, like, Courtney greenlighting the, like, diaries being released and stuff like that. I think that made him feel a bit iffy, but... I mean I I like he well to get back to movies he did that that movie about Sound City. the sandboard. Sound City yeah which oh, he showed that was so good and mm-hmm. um, so yeah I think I think he's kind of seems more interested in doing more of that now like mm-hmm. doing some more documentaries I wouldn't be surprised to see him doing some random documentary about some blues man that he's a fan of or something like that mm-hmm. eventually yeah. and of course he was in the muppets as fake animal yeah oh my god that's right <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but this is uh, These music documentaries often do very well for us, Mm -hmm. and especially like we only have. Well, this one in particular. Yeah. So I I think this, and it's one of those things where already, like, I mean, if you were, you know, 20 when Kurt died, you're 40 now, which means you might have a kid who's between 10 and a teenager who is listening. So it's. Well, how old is his daughter now? Oh, like a a grown up. Like like I think 18 or 20.
2: Real opinions. Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah. I think. I wonder if she's in her. She was only, like, two or three when he died. Yeah. But, God, that means she's, a, yeah, she's like, early 20s. Mm-hmm. So, like, she's, like, a grown-up That would now. be interesting
1: to see. Yeah, I don't know. Her perspective on it. And I don't she, know what she's doing. I've
2: read a few things. Like, she's done a few interviews and stuff like that. And she's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah, she's super smart.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was glad to get a hold. It's sad. Yes. But, you know. If anything, the only good thing that comes out of a horrible, horrible thing like this is being able to point at that and be, like... The same thing with poor Robin Williams, you know, is like if you're if you're upset, if you're sad and like it, it blindsided a lot. I I I'm I hero worship David Letterman, so I watched the episode where he kinda talked about Robin and they they grew up together, like they were both in their early twenties doing stand up in Los 26. Angeles and stuff yep. like that. And he said the biggest regret is that he didn't know. Like he... he but that's like, I
2: mean, I guess the conversation that I hope and then i I think I'm seeing, yes you know, is that is that there's no particular type of person. It's not just like the sad goth that exactly. is depressed. Exactly. Yeah. It could yeah. Literally, be anybody you know. Yeah. And so maybe we should, you know, be nice to each other. More be often. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and it goes back to, to, to more unimportant things, but like, don't don't panic at someone at the internet right away. Be nice. There was somebody, uh, uh, bless their little hearts. But I, I I put on it follows as like you know coming back and put a little blurb and excited by. And like two or three people went, yay! And 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 one nice Mayfair patron said something like, Oh my god, this is the worst movie I've seen all year, something like that. So when that happens, I don't react with anger right away. So what I did is because I had her on the, the Facebook there, and and now and this Facebook you can just contact people, which I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know if I should have been able to just contact this poor lady. Well, I but
2: think you can set your privacy settings yes. to make sure that no strangers yeah. contact you. But, like, I guess she
1: didn't. <laughs> she didn't. So So what I do oh, is... Oh, you contacted her directly.
0: Yeah, and and I've done this a handful of times, and I don't write, like, a 12-page letter, but all I do is I say, um, hi, you, you of course are entitled to your opinion, and nobody likes every movie that we have. But, but <laughs> please do re- status update. I, yeah, I said, please do remember that this is not the IMDB or Ain't It Cool message board. This is the Facebook page for a small independent theater that is always just struggling to get by. Um, so... We'd love it if you refrained from trashing movies that we're showing. And right away, this very nice person was like, contacted me back and went, I'm so embarrassed. I wasn't even thinking. I took it down. Uh, I love the Mayfair. And, and, and I, I, I just put that. I didn't really, you know. And that's what I find was great is that if you're nice, if I would have replied with like F bombs and I hate you and never come back to the Mayfair. That would have been a different reaction, but I replied as a human being and yeah. said, "I totally." And, and I always make a joke where it's like, you know, uh, I don't like every movie we screen. It's just impossible, right? Yeah. Like, there's some movies I, we screen that at the end I'm like, "Ah, didn't like that," but somebody else did. And sometimes we'll show like a kids' matinee, and I'm like, "And and and like,
2: and thankfully somebody else did." Yeah, you know? and who was
0: like, it? Was it was uh, David Cross said it the best because he's in the Chipmunks films. Mm-hmm. And he said he was getting some flack from like the, the indie stand-up community. And he was like, well, yes, angry 40-year-old, but this isn't made for you. This is made for a five-year-old. And five-year-olds should be allowed to have entertainment. And I'm a performer, and I was hired to be funny in this movie. And indie street cred does not pay my mortgage. I you think know, every kid <laughs> like, should
2: be allowed to laugh at David Cross, too. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: And then maybe when this kid is like 12 or 15, they might go like, hey, let's watch a different David yeah. Cross movie. Oh, my so. yeah, God.
2: He was in this... TV show. TV show. show oh, show. we
0: went back to a TV show again. <laughs> oh, son of a bitch. Why? <sighs> but but yeah, so we're always like, you know, don't people people say stuff online and be, be nice instead of that. Because and then someone is just well, voicing an their Instagram opinion.
2: situation as well where we were like, oh, yeah, person, I yeah. hope you didn't just do this because it could mean some bad things. Yeah.
0: We won't name names or film, but maybe somebody took a video image of a movie we were screening and put it on the internet. And oh Mel, really? Yeah. yeah. And Mel and I both separately. I think I through Facebook and she You're through Instagram. Them up. Which, well, it was
2: just like, "Hey, yeah. hi." I
0: hope
2: this is <laughs> what we think it is. Yeah. And he was like, "Yeah." Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so dumb. Well, yeah. I don't want to call him dumb. He's not
0: dumb. No. And, the, and then people are like, "I thought I was just helping the theater." I'm like, "Well, that kind of helps the theater yeah, then, in, until the distributor gets angry at us for bootlegging movies online." Yeah. But that's all it was. It was they bootlegged. I got, they they put a ten second image of a movie online, and said this is playing at the Mayfair. And then we were like, uh, wait, what did you just do? We can get in trouble. Yeah. And so it went away. They took it back down. Yeah. But it was like, yeah. Well, that's
1: what's great about our Facebook group is we can just delete stuff. Yeah, yeah. And say <laughs> we didn't
0: do it. We didn't do it.
1: Don't be mad at us. When when like those when we get those spam ads for like uh, oh my god webcam Rolex? girls or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: when they trick us into thinking they're real people. Ray-Bans? Yeah. Uh, but we have, we have we have that coming up. And the other thing, I don't know if we have time to quickly mention it, is we have uh, um, I Am Big Bird coming up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, the uh, Carol Spinney documentary. Carol Spinney. I think it's funny that it's it, not called I Am Big Bird and Oscar. <laughs> like, he's, still, he's still
1: alive? Oh, yeah. He's I like, thought he died.
0: No, no, no. Uh, unless he died, like, today. But, like, he's... Whoa. he's. Oh, my God. I hope he didn't die today. We have a habit of killing people at the Mayfair by mistake. We didn't mean to, um, but he's like, in his late 70s, and he's been performing Big Bird and Oscar since day one, and so this is a documentary about About the him.
2: tallest man on earth.
0: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's really him, that's really him there. But he's um, got, anytime we have an excuse to show anything Muppet related, I'm all in. Yeah, whether, I think whether we be, all are. Oh my God, <laughs> yeah. So, so that's a, a documentary that's coming up in in June, which I'm sure we'll talk about closer to the day.
2: We also have a Sam J movie coming up called uh, Big Game. Oh
0: my God, yeah, Sam J, Sam J. Yeah. S- so Samuel I have a big
2: standee of Samuel L. Jackson in my living room. From what? From Why? Black Snake Moan. What? He's what? Shane's, and he's so angry. Why isn't that here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'd have to bring him over on the bus. Do like, it. Just, oh, you know doo-doo-doo.
1: what? My when my. Uh, my brother worked at Rogers Video ages ago. He brought home, he'd bring home stuff for me, like yeah. just video promotional stuff, and he brought home a standee of Jim Carrey from Liar Whoa. Liar, oh, yeah. and he surprised me with it by putting it in my bedroom, and my dog like barked at it Couldn't for like, know? yeah, my dog barked at it for like an hour. At the comic store, used to shop at, they had a, a, a Buffy
0: standee inside the front door, and if I went in there three hundred times, three hundred times I got scared of because even though it's two D, it does some something weird to the, your peripheral vision. Well, where it's you, like seeing like,
2: shadows. Yeah. You think you just see a dark shape or like somebody's there. Yeah. He yeah, he was my dad scarer
0: yeah. for a long time. <laughs> yeah. oh <laughs> <Dad's scarer. laughs> uh, but yeah, we have a Samuel L. Jackson movie called Big Game coming up, which at first glance, might look like a like a dumb action movie, but it's directed by the guy who
1: did Rare Exports, which is a real Finnish Mayfair Mayfair Christmas fan. Yeah, horror which movie, which
2: a lot of people love. Mayfair they fans love them. that yeah. movie,
1: yeah. And this movie looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, he plays the president of the United States. He does. He, Air Force One crashes. And he
2: looks like a badass
0: motherfucker. And I like to pretend it's a Marvel movie, and then people will sell out every night, right? Yeah. <laughs> this this is it's called uh, Marvel's Big Game: The Avengers. Sam Jackson starring as Nick Fury, and most of those statements aren't true. That's
2: a title <laughs> from front to back.
0: Yeah, but uh, I think we just successfully did two back-to-back podcasts.
1: Um, oh, we should mention that. Oh, did wait. we de- mention the dates on Co- Cobain? Oh yeah, is June Montage. 10th and 11th. Monta- Montage of Hack. I don't know how to talk anymore. It is June 10th and 11th, and Big Game with Sam J. Sam J. Starts
2: July 10th.
1: Yes. So we'll. I'm sure we'll talk about that. More in the closer
0: to Canada yeah. So now, uh, I'm gonna go to Moncton and Halifax. And we're going now, I'm going tomorrow, and then Comic Con. I'm going to, I'm a, I'm a guest at a Comic Con this weekend, and then visiting Moncticon, Moncticon, <laughs> East Coast Comic Expo, and then uh, visiting the in laws uh, in Halifax after that. And then, so we okay. will be reunited in two weeks, but uh, depending on when you listen to this, we'll have another one up soon with more Mayfair news cool, for, cool, cool. for your, your podcast, uh, not a blog. <laughs> not
2: a blog. <laughs> not, it's a, not blog. a blog.
0: Uh, yeah, great. Thanks, everybody. We will talk to you again soon. Bye. See you around. Bye. Get more out of life. Go out to a movie.